Welcome to another edition of the ONG Strike Zone. My name's Brian Fulford. Uh, my brother's on the screen with me, Kelvin Rozier, Kofi Hemingway. Uh, uh, good evening, gentlemen. How are you doing? Doing good, man. How are you? Can you hear me? I'm better and better, but uh, I wait a few. I feel like I'm dealing. I do hear you. I don't know if you're hearing me. I feel like I'm dealing with some lag or connection issues. So if I if I sound like I skip or stutter, please let me know. Um, you are. You know, not sure what's going on on my end. Can you hear me, though? I do hear you. Yes, I do hear you. Yeah. Okay. Are you not hearing me? I hear you. You're good. Okay. All right. Oh, okay. Right. I'm glad we, we, we do these little mic checks during the live show. Always love it. Kevin, how are you doing tonight? <laughs> Maybe he can't hear you. Kevin, are you there? He's there, but he ain't saying I, Again, like I said, I, I don't know. Yeah. I, I see him. I see him. Maybe he's no, having a little no, no. hang up. So, uh, yeah. I, I, again, like I said, that our computer was acting a little slow. Not really sure how the connection's coming across. Producer Mel, you keep me in the loop of how I'm sounding, you guys. Kelvin, are you there? How you doing, Kelvin? Okay, so we're still here. The guys in the chat rooms are telling me we're still not hearing Kelvin. So maybe our producer, let's make sure we got Kelvin mics up. Uh, Kelvin, if you can hear us, make sure you're not on mute or anything. And uh, we'll kind of try to see. He said he's not on mute. Uh, so our producer, let's see. Do another check there, Kelvin. Let's see if we can hear you. We're going to have to log out and log back in. Yeah, yeah. You may have to You may have to jump back in here, Kelvin. Not really sure what the issue is. As we try to get through a few technical issues on a Wednesday evening, we'll try to get it right here because we got a busy show tonight. We want to make sure you guys can hear all of us here. You want to be able to hear Kelvin as well as Kofi and myself. Um, thank you guys for tuning in and uh, watching the show. Um, uh, as always, we're part of the Black College Sports Network and want to remind you, if you're not following us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, please go and do so at ONG Strike Zone and go download the Jericho Broadcast Network's app 
on the Google or Apple Play Store. Just search my JBN, my BCSN is where you can find it. And our show will appear on the BCSN Pod Zone as well after the show. So we got the video on YouTube and Facebook. Appreciate everybody on those platforms. If you're on YouTube, go ahead and hit that thumbs up button, the like button. Uh, Dr. Strachan's in the moderator chair today for our own Dr. Lori. Uh, we'll talk about uh, the big day that she's having out there in the Hamptons in a few. Uh, but appreciate Doc. One Doc to the next Doc. So we appreciate you stepping in in the moderator chair. And uh, just, um, you know, watch out because as as he already put out there, no bashing fam you, but constructive comments are welcome. So we love it. We love it. Feel free to just Fire that gun off whenever you have to, Doc. We we appreciate you. Uh, Kofi, what's the latest, man? How are you feeling? I'm doing good, man. How are you? You know, first day of school, hit back in, uh, in Duval hey, uh, County. Can you hear me? Yeah, this first I day can. of school, yeah, I'm, hit back. I'm two days. I'm two days. Yeah, this is the second yeah, day. I'm, I'm two days in the school, so... Why? Why? Why does Florida okay, so start we're, we're school on the in, same in the middle of the week? Why are we starting in the middle of the week? You know what? I think that's, I think that's for us teachers because I'll tell you, I enjoyed not having to start on a Monday. I really did. I enjoyed not, you know, having that one last day to prepare for uh, the school year and then start on Tuesday, and, and because that first day is really all a bunch of paperwork, rules, and reminders. You know, the first two days, you're just reminding kids that, hey, guys, you're in school. These are the these are the policies. These are the procedures. This is what you need to do. So a, a lot of that's happening the first couple of days. So we really don't get into the, to the nuts and bolts until about day three. You know, so I, I think we, you know, we need a slow ramp up. I, so I'm, I'm all for it. I, 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 on the other side, you as a parent, though, what was it like on your end, though? Uh, well, praise the Lord, my kids are in college now, so I don't have to deal with uh, any waking anybody up to go to uh, the co catch the bus or dropping people off or go. Hey, watch this school shopping. <laughs> Them days is over with. So we don't have to go get notebook paper money, right? and notebooks and trapper keepers and pens and calculators and, you know, rulers and uh, what do you call it? The, uh, the sanitizer, protractors, all of that stuff that goes along. Oh, markers, uh, what do you call them? Highlighters. What else we got to get? Tissue, <laughs> a teacher's gift. Uh, what else we got to do? Oh, uh, pack lunches. I've got no teacher's gifts. Did I, did I, did I fail by not putting teacher's gifts? <laughs> you better take care of your teachers, man. They no remember that gifts. stuff I like that. Up. Yeah. Put some teacher's gifts up yeah. in there. Let me, let me see. I see Kelvin. Kelvin, are you, are you back with us? Are you, are you good now? Nope, still no audio. What's going on here, producer Mel? Let's see. Any any thoughts or ideas? What's going on there in the background? Um, I would say this: say hey, nothing, if no. uh, producer Mel, if you want to look into, I know, I know. Uh, we still have a link. 
uh, Mel, uh, Kelvin, if you take a look in the links on, we got a, I think, guest five open. So uh, let's see if we can get him tuned in, uh, into guest five. There's a link there, which is still open. So, Kofi, coming up on today's show, coming up, we got a lot of stuff we're getting into on today's show. Obviously, uh, volleyball season has started as the late battlers are on the court. The champs are back on the court practicing, getting ready to run it back. Uh, we're 17, de- 17 days away from game number one in Chapel Hill, North Carolina. So I'll talk about coming up here very shortly. We're going to talk to Gerald Thomas III, who's covering FAMU for the Democrat. We'll get a chance to talk with him and get an update on the uh, first scrimmage of the year took place this past weekend. Uh, so we'll get a chance to talk to him. Also, we're going to give you guys a little insight into the renovations of Bragg Memorial Stadium with the uh, one of the project managers for the company that was in charge of renovations. We'll be talking to uh, Gerard Thompson uh, coming up here in the bottom of the hour. And then, of course, uh, top of hour two, we're going to talk to Albert Chester Sr. Uh, we're going to talk about uh, not only his uh, former broadcast partner, the late Mike Thomas, who's the way a week ago, but we'll also get his thoughts on the upcoming season. So that and more coming up. But, uh, uh, Kofi, before we get into talk, uh, that, Rick, uh, some big things were happening down here in Orlando. And uh, we, we tried to put the call to action to folks. I'm curious, um, you I, you know, I, I read I read letter. Uh, hopefully you read mine. And uh, I did. I hope Rattler Nation took us up. Well, let's do yeah, this. While I, we're waiting what, on what, are your, what are your thoughts? What took place the past couple of days in Orlando? Well, we got one more day of it. Um, there's a board of trustees meeting and they're supposed to be addressing athletics. So um, this was a good time to make our voices heard uh, as much as we could. Uh, it's pretty much closed off, but um, I wanted to take some time out, uh, you know, really to address that because, of course, this is a very important um, time in Rattler history. We have got to really take the bull by the horns and become more engaged and become more involved. Uh, we've left it up to our board of trustees uh, to address certain issues um, that have not been addressed. And I think that uh, as a body, um, they need to hear from us. They need to hear what we're pleased with and what we're not pleased with and what needs to change. Because if we don't do that, things remain the same. There is no change without confrontation. Um, you know, so if we want things to change and, and confrontation doesn't mean that you have to be ugly, that you have to be nasty, that you have to cuss people lie, that, you know, you got to throw stuff, that you got to be belligerent and ignorant and all of that other stuff. It just means that we're addressing an issue um, that or issues that need to change. If you don't mind, can I read your letter and then you read some of mine? Can you hear me? Um, sure. We we only got a 
Yeah, I hear you. I I want to make. We only got a minute here before our first guest is. I don't. I don't know if we. I do want to read those. Um, uh, uh, Kelvin, let's make sure we got Kelvin back first. Kelvin, how's our audio? Got you. We got the belly. I hear something. <laughs> Say something, Kelvin. <laughs> Got to remember, oh. we're, we're live on the air there, yeah, so we just... <laughs> we got the belly. I hear something. <laughs> Producer Mel, you may want to go to the two shot. We're, we're thankful Kelvin. that Kelvin is uh, glad he's fully dressed for the show today. Ooh, so... Jesus, praise the Lord. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, live, live television, live television. Hey, let's do this. Before... Before our next guest comes on, Gerald Thomas III, let's take a short break, see if some of the things that are going on, come back with Gerald Thomas III, get into talking a little bit about FAMU football on the other side of this break. Let's take a quick two minutes. You're watching the ONG Strike Zone. We'll be back in just a moment. Whether it's advice on managing your anxiety or tools to help you stay grounded, Coping 19 provides a range of resources and self-care tips to help you cope with this pandemic. We can help. Find the resources that work best for you at coping-19.org. For my people that don't get to see me Trying to remind you who you are Just like in Romans 3 See me about to blow across the world Just like a day that's breezy This motivation for the people And this classic Bible teaching say Hey, this for my people that don't get to see me Trying to remind you who you are Just like in Romans 3 See me about to blow across the world Just like a day that's breezy This motivation for the people And this classic Bible teaching Hey, hey Motivation. This is Carlos Brown, letting you know that we're on the move. You can now catch the Carlos Brown Show beginning this July on the Black College Sports Network each and every Saturday from 11 to 1 Eastern Time. That's 10 to 12 Central Time. Same time, new place. On Facebook at the Carlos Brown Show and Black College Sports Network. Online at www.mybcsn.net and on the BCSN app, available on Google Play and the Apple App Store. You see, Head and Shoulders has scalp shield technology protects against flakes even between washes. It's never not working. Kind of like us. Number 15? Never not working. I don't like this one. Me neither. Let's get out of here. Head and Shoulders scalp shield. Never not working. Spin class was brutal. Well, you can try using the Buick's massaging seat. Ooh, yeah, that's nice. Can I use Apple CarPlay to put some music on? Sure. It's wireless. Pick something we all like. Okay, hold on. What's your Buick's Wi-Fi password? Buick Envision 2021. Oh, you should pick something stronger that's really predictable. That's a really tight spot. Don't worry. I used to hate parallel parking. Me too. Hey. Really outdid yourself. Yes, we did. The all-new Buick Envision. An SUV built around you. All of you. Let's face it, shopping for insurance can be time-consuming. That's why when it comes to your auto, home, and life insurance needs, 
Make things simple and trust the experts at Allstate. They will help you get the coverage that fits your needs while helping you bundle your life, home, and auto policies. Bundling saves you money, sure, but it also saves you time so you can enjoy the things that matter most even more. Contact me, Tammy Haynes, your local agent, for a free personalized insurance quote. Allstate, are you in good hands? Can y'all hear me? Let's get back to strolling instead of scrolling. Before we can safely come together, we need the facts on COVID-19 vaccines. Visit GetVaccineAnswers.org so you can make an informed decision for yourself and for your family. This is the Dean of the College of HBCU Sports, Kenyatta nah, Deville of Dr. Deville's Inside the HBCU Sports Lab with Mike Washington and Charles Bishop. Come mix it up in the lab where the course lecture is in session every Tuesday from 6 o'clock p.m. Central Standard Time on Facebook Live, YouTube, or the BCSN app. As we discuss all things about the HBCU sports culture, including exploring the week that was in the sporting HBCU dashboard. As well as the upcoming week of HBCU Sports. With me, the Dean, the College of HBCU Sports, Uh, on Dr. Gaville's Inside HBCU Sports Lab with Mike Watts and Charles Bishop. Course lecture dismissed. Time to call a credit repair company to fix my credit. Hold the phone, man. You can do it yourself with Credit Versio. That's way too hard. Call the credit repair company. Most credit repair companies only work on one or two accounts at a time, making it slow and expensive. You won't figure that out for months. <laughs> Ignore him. Credit Versio's brilliant software scans Y'all can't all the credit bureaus, finds the accounts that are hurting your score, and guides you through the entire process. Anyone can do it. Let's fast forward and see the results. Wow, I fixed my own credit and saved hundreds. You can do this. Visit creditversio.com. They say things are bigger in Texas. Well, Texas Cowboy Dust delivers big flavors every time. A flavorful blend of onion, Himalayan pink salt, dried shiitake mushrooms, and other ingredients that pair marvelously with steak, other red meats, and just about anything else you can cook. This versatile blend is all you need. If you think all pads are exactly the same, think again. This is Always Ultra Thins reinvented with the Always Triple Protection System. This pad wicks gushes 90% faster, absorbs even more so you can feel dry, and locks odors in. Rethink your pad for up to 100% leak-free and odor-free comfort with the totally reinvented Always Ultra Thins. This is always like never before. Okay, back to the ONG Strike Zone. Uh, appreciate you guys bearing with us. We worked through the technical difficulties. Shout out to our producer, Melody's in the background, working hard, man. She's sweating, trying to figure it all out and get us everything going right. Uh, working on getting Kelvin's situation taken care of. But I think we do have Gerald Thomas, uh, the third here uh, in, the, in, the, in the room. Go. Uh, let's let's make sure we can bring him up. There it is. Tom, we might even Kelvin. Kelvin, is that a Kelvin Rozier sighting? 
Can y'all hear me, man? Well, he I, I don't know. Yes. He's there. So, uh, the Gerald, how are you doing tonight? Woo-hoo! Thank you, Jesus. Shondo. He's Shabbat. What's up, G? Hold on. We can hear Kelvin. I can hear Kelvin. Let's go. <laughs> all right. All right. I'm here, Kelvin. I'm ready. <laughs> all right. Gerald, say something. Lord, are you on there mute? we go. We got him. Great. Hey, all right. Everybody's here. Gerald, are you there? How's everybody doing? I'm doing good. How are everybody else doing? All right, good, all good, right. good. Don't we all man. I, I, I hate my great. Hey, look, we we're trying to we just dealing with live. We just dealing with live. This is live. Streaming ain't easy, folks. So don't let anybody lie to you and tell you it's easy. Uh that's all I can say. Hey, uh Joe, hey, first off, man, great coverage that you've been providing. Uh, the fan base uh, via uh, Tallahassee. Obviously, let's start with the scrimmage, man. Uh, the scrimmage was this Saturday. What uh, big away? I know a lot of people are probably chirping about quarterback plays, so let's start there. Break down what you saw from the two, two or three quarterbacks, the top three guys from this past Saturday scrimmage. Um, well, the scrimmage, it was – it was a good scrimmage. Uh, I say for the quarterbacks, it's it's getting you know it's getting heated. Um, Rashawn McKay he had his he had his moments. Jeremy Musa had his moments, but um, I don't I don't think coach is close to making a decision. I don't think he'll make a decision until it's time to play North Carolina. You know, going into that week, so it it they learned they learned a lot of that at, at that scrimmage on Saturday. So. Regardless, they got they got the weapons to make it happen. You know, when you got Xavier Smith and then they have a bunch of running backs, you know, Terrell Jennings and they just got a lot of running backs out there. Uh, AJ David from Pittsburgh. So the offense, you know, they have the weapons. They just have to figure out who's gonna be the one on the center when it comes to game day. Nice man. Do, so do what do you, you think of our defense? There is what what you say? What do you think of the defense? Man, the defense, that's that's right there. That's the backbone of the team right there, just off how it was last year. A lot of people have been talking about drop-off just because Marquise Bell isn't there anymore. But one thing that the guys have been telling me that's on the defensive side is that, yeah, they don't have Marquise Bell anymore, but they feel like they're more, they have more depth on the team. Uh, you got Lovey Jenkins. He's going to be the one playing the free safety look like. To, to be in that spot that Marquise Bell was in. And then Javon Morgan, he's going to also be playing safety. So, uh, you know, he comes out of Florida high. So they have, they, they have a lot of depth on the team. I've seen a lot of combinations. They got a guy that told some name, Lamar Mullins, uh, Courtney Cox. They got a lot of guys. And then at the corner, you got um, B.J. Bowler. So he's going to be the leader. I think he's going to be the leader of the of the secondary as a whole. And then, of course, I'm sure y'all seen the young guy Zaire Riley uh, making ESPN, and and he actually he actually caught a pick six in the in the scrimmage on Saturday. We went took it back for 40 yards. So, so and the defense the defense looking real good. I think they they have a chance to emulate that number 10 ranking that they had a season ago on FCS. Anything surprise you? Uh, uh, and what do you think? Uh, you know, progress. What where's the 
existing question marks besides quarterback in terms of uh, so far what you saw based on the scrimmage? Um, anything that's I don't really think anything necessarily surprised me. Well, I expected the defense to be good. Another question mark, like I said, will be how they will work with all those running backs that they have. Because they have running backs and they have capable running backs. Like I said, A.J. Davis, Terrell Dennis, he was on the team last year. Jalen McLeod, he was on the team last year. DeAndre Francis is also a name that came up a lot uh, over the offseason. He's a local kid out of Richards. So that's another question mark. Uh, I, I mean, last year they did a they did a running back by committee. So I expect them to do that again because, man, they, they have a lot of options. They have a lot of looks that they can throw at opposing defenses when, it, when the season started. Um, Gerald, let me, let me come back to, I got to come back to the quarterback question again. Um, I'm, I'm in the camp that it's McKay's job from what you saw in practice. How did Jeremy Musa hit the field? Why would Jeremy Musa field from what you see? I mean, let's, let's take, let's not talk about injuries or anything, but from what you've seen, because it, it sounds like there is a competition, but I, I don't, I don't get the feeling there's a competition. If, if I'm making any sense with that, mm-hmm. I mean, Jeremy Musa, he's a guy that I just spoke with him today. Actually, he's played a lot of college football, man, um, on the FBS level. Even in DUCO, he played at Hawaii um, when he was fresh out of high school, and then he went to DUCO and won the, the conference championship at the school in uh, California, uh, Sam Bernardino Valley Poly. And then he went to Vanderbilt. He didn't really play much at Vanderbilt. And then now he's at FAMU. So, you know, he's really trying to find his – he's trying to find his 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 home, I would say. So that would be kind of a, a motivating, motivating factor for him to get on the field with just, you know, I've been to all these schools. I've been to three different schools. So I'm trying to find what's that place that – will what's that place that would give me a chance or that place that is the best system for me so if he feels that uh, if he played like the system that they run is best for him then he'll get on the field but also if Rashawn McKay is performing better you know that's just what's gonna happen but I definitely see even coaches mentioned it he said both of them might play you know just to start the season to see who they even want to roll with for the rest of the season so it might be a long time before that quarterback battle was settled. Well, what's the what's tell me about Musa's game and what you like about his game from what you have seen? Uh Musa, I noticed he's a he's a taller quarterback. I think he's about six three. So I think all coaches enjoy having taller quarterbacks. I noticed that um the first time I even seen him play, I just noticed that he he like releases the ball like up high. So that's something that I that I see him do a lot. So that's something that really stood out to me. You know, he he does a good job of finding guys. And, you know, like I said, they have a lot of wide receivers. You know, they got Xavier Smith. They got Oxidon. They have Jamar Sheree, K-Dot. So it's like it, it just – it really isn't many – it really isn't much reason to go wrong when you have those weapons on the team. And also with Rashawn McKay, like he's the – He's the veteran. He's been the one that been in been in that system. 
just last year he had the one bad game at Jackson State, and then he turned around and almost threw for 2,500 yards, 22 touchdowns, and and only five interceptions. So it's just like you you might you might can't go wrong with both. It just depends on who's gonna get that momentum and be consistent with it. That just that just how I see. That's how it's going to get settled. Who's going to be the most consistent? Who's going to be able to make a mistake and come back from it? You know, short-term memory, like coaches always say. So that's really what's going to ultimately settle that that quarterback battle. But like like Coach said, it might not be settled to three weeks to the season. All those guys might end up getting some snaps in the game. Right. So Leland Wilhoy, um, is he injured? Did he have surgery? Like, how long or uh, what do you know about that situation? Uh I don't really know much about the situation. It was I, I think he got injured on the day that I that I wasn't out there. Uh because he was practicing the first two days and I came back out there and he was um he had the cart. So I'm not really sure what, what his injury situation is. Uh sometimes, you know, I really, you know, try to kind of stay out of injury business, but you know, some people don't you know, sometimes you're not supposed to report injuries, you know, until the team releases it. So, yeah, I just know he he was practicing when I was out there within that first week, and then I didn't come for a day, and and he was on a cart. So I'm, I'm hoping a speedy recovery for him, too. Any noticeable changes I'm, with uh, I'm the you, coaches I'm glad out you there. brought that up. Oh, what you say? Any noticeable changes with the uh, new coaches? out there how's that coming along um well i actually talked to the, to the new coaches today um they're uh coach Colson from uh fsu that played cornerback at fsu he was talking about you know the the objective is to win and also the other coach uh morgan out of virginia tech they both had nice things to say about willie simmons like uh coach morgan he said he was he just was hired as a defensive coordinator at elizabeth city um, State University, like he said, he was hired a month ago, and he was getting ready for the season. And and coach called him, and you know, next thing you know, he was moving again. So, so I feel like all these guys are are bought into what uh, the family football team is gonna do. And you already know, Coach Simmons, he's a personable guy. Uh, he has a lot of respect around Division One football, so around football in general. So, you know, I think I think those guys are gonna follow his lead, and I think they're gonna enhance the team and and being. And then on top of that, you know, they're coming in to the top 10 defense of FCS, too. So it's like those guys, they, they're very – Coach Koza, he's been in a lot of places. He even was coaching in Canada one, once upon a time. So, you know, so he, he's been around. I believe he's been coaching for, for, for 23 years. And then Coach Morgan, he's Virginia Tech. He was a standout at Virginia Tech, all ACC, went to the NFL, played for the Jets and the Eagles. So those guys, you know, they they've been around a lot of football, so they they know what they're doing, and and I think they'll do a good job with that FAMU defense. Good, Brian. Well, well, so hey, what? um, I know I'm the one. <laughs> go go ahead, Kofi. Now, I was just going to say, man, so I know it's been extremely hot out there. Have you had an opportunity to go into the cooling room? Man, I actually went into the cooler. I went into the cooling room the day they put it out there. Man, it was – I walked all through it, man. It was, I think they said it gets down to, to 18 degrees. So, yeah, I went I went in there. That was about 
two weeks ago, but man, I've been out there just about every day. And I probably can count on one hand how many days of practice that I missed, but they definitely put me on the weight loss plan going out there in that heat, man. I think I've lost about five pounds since, <laughs> since training camp started. Let's go. Are they in the stadium or right. are they on the um, field? More? So I, I'm. Oh, you said what? Oh, they've right. been they've been they started off practicing in the stadium, but now they've been on the practice field. I think they went to the stadium, you know, just to get that, you know, get that vibe. But they're they're on the practice fields now. Okay. Go ahead, Brian. Well, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm the one that's on a bad layer, so I'm gonna apologize. Yeah, I'm going to apologize to everybody. Apologize to you, Gerald. Let me ask this final question here. When do when do we start, or how, as you're preparing your articles, How when do we start preparing for North Carolina? The, uh, what, what, how does they, how do you go through the process of preparing articles? And when can we start to see those sort of game preview uh, articles for Carolina? Well, I just I feel like I'm, you know, I'm gonna be I'm gonna check out Carolina a little bit early, but you know I'm really on I'm really on the same timing as as the football team is. You know, coach said they haven't even been prepped for Carolina yet. They just been trying to focus on themselves. So once the game come along, you know, I do my studies on Carolina. You know, see what type of see what type of team they have, and and then you know that's when I start doing game previews and stuff. But you know, I definitely think that'll be a good game. I can't wait to watch it. So do you think we really have a chance up there? That's what, based off what you see in practice, do you think these boys got a chance up there? Hey, man, any anybody can be beaten. Anybody can be beaten. So we've had, it's been FCS teams beating FBS schools of foes. So, I mean, as long as they go out there and do what they're supposed to, and really, man, they just got to use that opportunity. Those guys that's on the team that, that want to play on the next level, they got to use that opportunity to, you know, have breakout games and just good performances because you already know the the stigma that's around HBCUs and FCS programs is like people feel like that's not like they don't play like the highest level of competition. So if those guys go in there and do what they're supposed to, no matter they win or lose, and they'll definitely turn some heads, man. There's already been NFL teams out at practice. I've seen the Falcons, the the Bucks. Um, man, it's it's been about five, it's been about five teams that I've seen out at practice. So so they definitely turning some heads out there in the NFL with, you know, Marquise Bell. I see he's doing good things out in Dallas. So, you know, next up, next, the next guy will probably be Isaiah Land. And then Xavier Smith, he's also been a guy that they've been talking to. And Chris Fadu, the, uh, the kicker and the punter, he's been a guy that I've heard that they've been talking about too. So, so man, just they're, they're, they're getting there. They're getting there. So if they keep doing what they're supposed to do, man, it'll be more uh, – Florida and on Rattlers in the in the league. Let's go, man. Well, look, man, I'm trying to tell you. So have you have you had an opportunity to experience the vendors at FAMU as of yet? The, the vendors? Food vendors during the football weekends and stuff like that. Uh no, I haven't I haven't had a chance. I mean, I went to a couple of um I went to a few 220 quarterback club means I don't know if you are are those included or are you talking about something else? No, I'm talking about the football game. Game day. Game, oh, game day. We day. have a ton of vendors. 
man, I haven't, I, I haven't, um, I haven't, I haven't gotten a game day experience. You know, this is my first season coming to you, so, so I haven't gotten that game day experience yet. But I can't wait, man. I, I can't wait for the season. I feel like I'm about to be the one out there playing. You know, I'm ready for the season <laughs> start. I'm ready for homecoming, all of that. I just want to get that that whole experience, man. I fan, you got it. Fan, you really have a special special place in my heart, man. So so I'm happy to even be down here and being able to tell those guys, tell the story, and build those connections at the university too, man. We appreciate you. You're doing a good job. Thank you. Thank you. All right. Uh, I don't know if you guys can hear me, but we're going to try. Gerald, um, let people know where they can find your content uh, and uh, how they can reach you on Twitter and Instagram and everywhere else. Yeah, so, I mean, I officially reached uh, Google Me status. You know, you Google Gerald Thomas III, first thing that pop up, Tallahassee Democrat, you know, my whole catalog will come up. So that's how you can find me. And then, you know, I'm on Twitter, 3PG, the number 3PEAT. G E E. Um, I'm also I also put my photos on Instagram. It's at Literary Craftsman, L I T E R A R Y C R A F T S M A N. So that's how you can find me. You know, um, you know, I get e- I get emails all the time from people from family. Like, oh, you're doing a great job. I haven't gotten any angry emails yet. So so everybody that has shot me an email, um, I try to respond to them. So I really appreciate it, man. That's that's something that keep me going. You know, people telling you you're doing a good job, you know, when the streets stamp you, man, that's, that's the best, that's the best feeling ever. So I'm glad that I'm doing a good job and what I'm, and what I'm doing, man. Cause that's the reason I came down here. We're glad you're here, uh, bro. You, you enjoy it. Yeah. Thank you, and, thank enjoy you. it while you got it. Because once, once, <laughs> once the season gets going, you know, the hot, the hot bullets will be coming at you. So be ready, <laughs> be ready. So enjoy, enjoy it now. Hey, uh, Gerald, man, we appreciate the time. Sorry about the sorry about the technical difficulties on my end. Uh, thank you for coming on the show, and uh, we, let's do it again before we head off to Chapel Hill. Okay. Yes, sir. Thank y'all for having me. Thank you, man. All right. Well, let's take a short let's take a short break. Come back right on the other side. You're watching the ONG Strike Zone. We'll be back in just a moment. <laughs> saving big holiday shopping at Amazon. So now she's free to become Maureen the Marrier. Food is her love language. And she really loves her grandson. Like really loves. Thank you guys for what you do for HBCU Athletics. This is a fantastic avenue for, for, for all of us. This is our ESPN. So we, 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 we love what you guys do. Brian, AD, Roy, all you guys at BCSN. We really appreciate what it is that you got, you guys do for us. Bounty versus the old family dish towel. 
Drying with a fresh sheet of Bounty leaves your hands cleaner than a used dish towel that can carry and redistribute food residue. So ditch the dish towel for better hand hygiene. Bounty, the quicker picker-upper. Itchy, squirmy, scratchy, family not getting clean? Get Charmin Ultra Strong. Go get them. It just cleans better. With a diamond weave texture, your family can use less while still getting clean. Goodbye, itchy squirm. Hello, clean bottom. <laughs> <laughs> we all go. Why not enjoy the go with Charmin? One bite of 100% Angus beef ballpark frank, and you'll say... Hello, summer. Oh, yeah. It's ballpark season. talk about all things related to HBCU athletics. From the games, teams, coaches, and fan interest stories, we cover it all. You can find our shows on Facebook at BCSN Sports Wrap, YouTube at MyJBN Online, and everywhere you listen to podcasts like Anchor, Spotify, Google, and Apple Podcasts. You can also find the show on the Jericho Broadcast Network's app. Make sure to download. We look forward to you joining the conversation and being a part of the show. Sugar Chateau Desserts is a specialty bakery located in the Charlotte, North Carolina metro area. We will create delicious and one-of-a-kind treats for any occasion. Sugar Chateau is currently shipping cakes in a jar, offering a variety of different flavors in a single-serve container that can help you celebrate in accordance with social distancing. Place your orders today by calling 803-526-7895 or visiting SugarChateauDesserts.com. What's up, fam? Welcome back to the ONG Strike Zone. We are back with the family and, of course, Gerard Thompson, who has joined us from somewhere in Florida. So, yes, uh, <laughs> Gerard, how you doing, man? Oh, uh, well, great, guys. How you doing? Good, good. good. Doing Kelvin, well. you up? Yeah, Gerard, thank you for coming on. Uh, Gerard is project, man project manager for um, Allstate Construction. And uh, everybody been seeing all these pictures on the website of the stadium and the press box and so forth. So, Gerard, what I want you to do starting off is just kind of talk about the project, uh, how's it been going, you know, what's left, um, and that kind of stuff. So, just kind of talk about the project, when it started, and, and where we are right now. Yes, sir. Thank you. Uh, well, we're on the uh, FAMU Bragg. 
Did it freeze? Is that me? Like, no, I think he froze. So for phase two, it was for the home home side stands, west side stands, and uh, it involved uh, you know a presentation. Uh, my company was selected out of many. And uh, we were very excited, uh, as I am a graduate, as well as uh, the president of our company, Scott Brewer. So uh, when the opportunity uh, arose, we, we jumped and, and, and we're so, so happy to uh, be awarded the opportunity. Uh, and so uh, it started with uh, demolition of all of the existing seating and, and pan systems uh, to uh, and, and readying of the existing steel with the new paint coating uh, to receive the new aluminum uh, grandstands and, and, and seating systems. Um, obviously, this side also included uh, a new multi-level uh, skybox, president suites and uh, media areas as well. So uh, right now, uh, the, the skyboxes arrived July uh, late July, and uh, they were set July 22nd, and uh, we're actively completing all of the uh, mechanical, electrical, and plumbing uh, utility utilities, as well as raceways for all of the media uh, services, and uh, so so we're really excited. Um, substantial completion for the project uh, right now is August 31st. As we understand it, the first game is September 10th. And so, uh, again, a great opportunity for Allstate Construction, myself as well. Um, we've had a lot of great subcontractors involved with the project, a lot of great minority uh, businesses as well. Um, and, and again, we think that uh, everyone will be pleased with respect to uh, where we're coming from to where we are now. Okay, so you mentioned that the uh, the project centered around the grandstands and uh, the press box. Uh, for clarity, for for the clarity's sake of our audience, uh, what is excluded? And when I'm when I'm talking about, you know, in, in, anything to do with scoreboards, uh, restrooms, ADA, kind of talk about the things that are included or excluded outside of what you just mentioned. Absolutely. Uh, well, originally, uh, the funding uh, were for uh, structural upgrades and also any incidentals. Um, as I understand it, uh, there was potential for uh, upgrades with respect to uh, the facilities, restroom facilities, ADA improvements. And, and, and thus far, uh, the major components have been, you know, uh, structural upgrades to also include just the grandstands and the skyboxes. So, uh, again, this is a phased project, uh, and <clears throat> depending on funding, as I understand it, uh, subsequent phases will address uh, new restroom facilities, adding to those to accommodate uh, new ADA standards. Also, uh, other amenities uh, are on the horizon as well. <clears throat> Excuse me, guys. As far as the scoreboard is concerned, um, the existing video board at the north end zone uh, was recently demolished. 
and as I understand it, a uh, temporary scoreboard will be uh, brought in uh, for the home games, uh, five home games, I believe. And so uh, we're also uh, working to provide temporary steel structure to accommodate the uh, temporary video board. So uh, that's the extent uh, as it relates to the uh, North End Zone video board. Uh, we've been talking to some marketing people associated with your campus. And uh, we understand there's a great marketing on the horizon as far as uh, utilization of the uh, field house, uh, as well as uh, along the uh, sidelines uh, at the grandstand. So uh, a lot was done with the limited amount of funding we had in place. Uh, and I think depending on future funding, more is to be expected. Talk about the press box in terms of uh, potential expansion, because I know that uh, on both ends there's a viewing deck, and I, I heard I read somewhere uh, someone mentioned about p potential expansion. So kind of just talk about the press box and, and that part of it. Yes, sir. Well, uh, the press box uh, consists of modular units, uh, six in total, uh, and it's again uh, two stories. Um, and you're correct. Uh, they are uh, party decks on the north and south ends of the first level of the skybox. Uh, I believe the gross square footage is around uh, mm, 13,000 square feet or, or 1,300. I have to check. Uh, and uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's a real nice facility. A new metal wall paneling. Um, again, Nice President Suites areas. Uh, a lot of attention was paid regarding the media um, and making sure spaces were provided uh, for a possible uh, ESPN broadcast. And because of the modular nature of the skyboxes, yes, uh, there could be a potential for uh, future expansion um, to, to what we've just provided. Okay, uh, one question that I've got, uh, Gerard, from a lot of people is the stadium seating capacity. Uh, do you have what the anticipated number is for the stadium capacity with the changes? Yes, and, and that has been a uh, topic of concern, as I've heard as well. Um, but but I think the overall general statement, there, there will be more than enough room. Uh, <clears throat> excuse me. We're very confident of that. I don't have the exact. Uh, revised numbers, uh, but but there were some some seating uh, some seating uh, lost, um, but again more more than enough room as we understand it to to accommodate uh, future games. Uh, yes, sir. Kofi, what you got? Well, really, with um, going back to the press box. Um, Tell us some of the features and will there be a wrap to the press box? As is now, there are uh, there there's a metal wall panel system uh, on the exterior of the skyboxes. Um, and there are renovations also as well to the elevator. Um, the entire structure uh, was raised to an extent and it also uh, caused the elevator to be extended. Um, so we're getting a new elevator as well, and that elevator system will also be uh, 
the, the uh, it would also have the uh, metal wall paneling system as well. So there there is opportunity uh, for a wrap if desired, I would imagine. But as is now, it'll be a dove gray metal wall panel system system. Um, and there's a approximate eight foot wainscot brick veneer at the base of the uh, elevator shaft. So uh, really excited about uh, the elevator um, aspect and, 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 and future uh, growth as well for uh, the stadium. And uh, yes, there's possibilities for uh, wrapping and or uh, advertising, as I understand it. Right. So if we if we happen to make it to or when we make it to the SWAT championship game, we're hosting and we need additional seating in the end zone. Is that something that you guys handle or uh, how would that work? Well, uh, I would like to say we, we can we can handle it all. Uh, obviously, uh, if if we're chosen to do any type of work, uh, we'll be more than ready and willing. Um, and so uh, working with this particular uh, seating company, Grandstand Company, has, has been a great uh, experience. And, and so depending on what's desired, uh, Allstate would be more than willing to to accommodate and, and, and assist the university with any additional uh, seating. Um, now, again, this is a phase project, so uh, the dollars had to be utilized for the most important uh, aspects of the upgrade. So um, more so to the existing green seating in the lower concrete area, uh, that still remains. But as I understand it, there are plans to gradually have those those items addressed and, and, and replaced. Uh, also, uh, new railing systems. Uh, and so uh, depending on funding, uh, we, we would love to be a part of uh, in, in this continued success uh, as it relates to, to the stadium project. So, so Gerard, um, can you talk a little bit about the, uh, the, 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 the seating company background or in, a, in the uh, press box? company background, you know, absolutely. So understand, you know, that we're dealing with good people. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Well, uh, again, uh, all state construction was the, uh, construction manager selected and, uh, we were, we are working with a company out of Texas for the grandstands and, and, and bleachers. Uh, they did the East side, uh, prior to, and, and so, uh, it was a great fit for them to continue on the West side for continuity. Um, with respect to the structural designs and, and engineering that took place to accommodate uh, utilization of existing columns for new seating. Um, but uh, that company, Southern Bleachers, uh, they performed the work for the grandstands and, and, and uh, new pans. And we also uh, worked with them uh, with the company out of Pennsylvania uh, for these modular units that were built off-site and uh, transported to uh, the university, lifted up with a crane and uh, and set in place. So uh, we actually took a trip, the athletic director and, and others, uh, to the site just to check on the progress of the, of the skyboxes. And it was a real great experience uh, in Pennsylvania, Amish, Amish country, um, and, 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 and overall, we feel that uh, 
we're, we're in good hands, especially if we're involved all state construction. And, and, and uh, it's been good working with with Southern Bleachers, my logic and really all club contractors, uh, especially the uh, MBEs on the project. Uh, good hands, uh, especially with all state. No pun intended. Yes, it was. It was intended. You meant to say. Hey, that was a good one, man. All intended or not, it was a good one. So, yes, sir. My last question on, Look, it, and it's two part. Is one, are y'all comfortable with the times, uh, the timeline, and, and comfortable that you got plenty of time to complete the task? And then number two, I know having the facility background and work with y'all on the other things. Uh, go ahead and toot your horn and mention some other things that y'all y'all done with the university. Oh, absolutely. Thank you for the opportunity. Uh, we've been blessed to uh, have the opportunity to make renovations and, and, and build new structures uh, on various uh, platforms for the university. Uh, the uh, dining hall area was a was a major uh, task for us over a, a short summer window. And, and, and uh, we believe the university uh, was pleased with that work. Over at the uh, recreation fields, we built a uh, outdoor restroom facility to accommodate the, the numerous amount of patrons that in the mural fields on Wanish Way. Uh, we've helped with some uh, different wood structure, structures, pergolas, uh, as it relates to the, the agriculture uh, on, on campus as well. Uh, we've renovated the old uh, mill mail facility, mail room. Uh, I guess that's kind of, yeah, old. And, and, and so it was a lot of history uh, involved. And, and, and I really appreciate it. I know our company does, president of our company, just the opportunity to actually work on the campus and, 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 and give back. Um, so, yes, we, we've had a established partnership and, and we hope to continue it, Mr. Rozier. Hope you got anything else? Well, uh, that's pretty much it, man. He he has been amazing and everything. Uh, yeah, now that that pretty much the, does it for me. The timeline, uh, it it that was a question. I'm not overlooking it. Uh, we understand the game is September 10th, and and so the game will go on. And uh, there may be uh, little things here uh, if you're familiar with the construction industry, substantial completion. Um, but but Allstate is a partner. We've dedicated and committed to being there on the first home game uh, to assist with any and all aspects of, of the renovation and just to let everybody know that, that we're here to support. But, yes, uh, we will be ready. Uh, the everyday afternoon rain has been a concern. Uh, delayed materials uh, coming on the tail end, depending on you who you ask as far as the pandemic. Uh, but uh, fortunately, we've been able to navigate all of those obstacles. And and I would say we're coming in sliding sideways, um, but but the game will go on. Awesome. awesome. Well, Gerard, I want to thank you personally for coming in and, and short notice and kind of giving us an update on um, where we stand with the stadium. Uh, I've, I've been there a couple of times, took pictures. I've seen the work Vaughn does for y'all in terms of the uh, videos and so forth. And yes, he sir. does, I have to say, he does an awesome job with that too. And um, yes, uh, we appreciate you you all and the company for the partnerships and 
you've always been there and reliable and follow up and it actually go beyond Call of Duty. Um, so, I, you know, you pass that on to your, your group uh, also. And, um, and sure. we appreciate you, man. Thank you. You guys, uh, it's been the first time that I really had the opportunity to see this production and, and, and it's, it's, it's been nice and I, and I truly appreciate it. Well, they got right. Jack from State Farm, so we got Gerard from Allstate. <laughs> <laughs> Who on the phone? Gerard yes, from Allstate. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Okay, then. We're going we're gonna to bounce out of uh, this, ep- uh, this segment and um, – Take a break, and we'll be back in, in about two, two and a half. All right. Sounds good. See you on game day. All right. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Let's go. All right, Hello, man. So I guess we're going to be back in a couple of minutes. on managing your anxiety or tools to help you stay grounded, Coping 19 provides a range of resources and self-care tips to help you cope with this pandemic. We can help. Find the resources that work best for you at coping-19.org. For my people that don't get to see me, trying to remind you who you are just like in Romans 3. See me about to blow across the world just like a day is breezy. This motivation for the people and this classic Bible teaching say, for my people that don't get to see me Trying to remind you who you are Just like in Romans 3 See, we about to blow across the world Just like a day that's breezy This motivation for the people When this classic Bible teaching hey, Motivation This is Coles Brown Letting you know that we're on the move You can now catch the Coles Brown Show Beginning this July on the Black College Sports Network Each and every Saturday from 11 to 1 Eastern Time That's 10 to 12 Central Time. Same time, new place. On Facebook at the Coles Brown Show and Black College Sports Network. Online at www.mybcsn.net. And on the BCSN app, available on Google Play and the Apple App Store. You see Head & Shoulders has scalp shield technology. Protects against flakes, even between washes. It's never not working. Kind of like us. Number 15? Never not working. I don't like this one. Me neither. Let's get out of here. Head and shoulder scalp shield. Never not working. All right, welcome back to the ONG Strike Zone. Hopefully, my connection is a a little bit better. 
I can never tell. Uh, I had to do some rearranging the alignment. Shout out to Kelvin. Uh, Kofi, you guys did a great job with Gerard Thompson. Uh, thank you for coming on. Joining us right now, as you can see, uh, FAMU Hall of Famer, legend, the GOAT, uh, uh, color commentator on the Rattler Sports Network, Mr. Albert Chester. How you doing, sir? I'm doing well, man. Glad to see you guys. And I'm getting that itch, man. It's about that time. Let's go back. Yes, sir. I was going to say, are you are you ready for some Rattler football? Yes, sir. No no doubt about it, man. I tell you, I feel like I can still play, but I, I have to warm up to put my clothes on, so I know that's out. <laughs> yeah, you know, how, how long would that warm-up process be? Uh, a few a few minutes, uh, not seconds, probably hours, maybe. <laughs> uh, how about days, man? I tell you that. Uh, hey, man, I, I'm really excited about the season. I think it's going to be a, a great year. A lot of good things are happening on campus, obviously. I was able to stick my head in and hear the last tail end of uh, that last conversation about the stadium renovations. It's all good, man. I tell you what, and uh, we're excited about it. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Uh, you know, obviously let's kind of, let's kind of start. Obviously new renovations in the stadium. You're, you're going to be in a new broadcast booth. Uh, sadly, you're going to be without your broadcast partner, uh, the, the hall of famer himself. Mr. Mike Thomas, uh, you know, we, we lost a lost a good Rattler, uh, impacted so many lives. The voice, one of the voices, I mean, been around with the Rattler Sports Network for some 30 years. Uh, what are just some of your thoughts uh, on, on Mike? Maybe some, some thoughts or maybe some stories or things that uh, a lot of us who didn't get a chance to know Mike as well as you, uh, have gotten to know him or have known him over these years uh, that, that might bring a good smile to our, our faces? Well, I, I tell you what, uh, Mike was a grad assistant uh, when when I was in school, uh, when we were in school, and uh, didn't know him as well as I got to know him over the last few years. I tell you what, he's an encyclopedia of history. Uh, first and foremost, he loved FAMU, no doubt about it. You cut him, he bleed orange and green. But the guy was, uh, I mean, second to Alvin Hollins. I know it may be a photo finish. Those two guys have all the history of FAMU, the rich history and tradition of FAMU football and athletics and sports uh, wrapped around their brain, man. I tell you what, uh, I'm going to miss Mike. Mike, uh, Mike had, and I had a challenging year last year. Uh, obviously, he was a little ill. But I tell you what, he enjoyed every minute of the broadcast, both football and basketball, solid guy. And uh, uh, sad to see him check out on us, but I tell you what, I know he's smiling down because he uh, he loved what we were doing and had an appreciation for it and wanted to make sure that we protect the brand and uh, represented the university the best we could. What what was the pre some of the pregame uh, thoughts or notes that you and he would go through? I know having done broadcast from that chair as a play-by-play -play person and i i've had a chance to work with some good color people you know you have that 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 maybe 15 30 minutes before it's time to go on the air what are some of the things that maybe you and he would talk about is how you wanted to present the game or maybe topics or things take us behind the scenes on what that was like well i tell you what one of the things mike was uh very good at and just like all the guys who I work with, uh, big on preparation. I mean, I think that uh, 
this time of the year, we would meet actually uh, doing tour days and uh, check out the team, check out the players. So we we prepared ourselves. This It's more than just getting up and talking about the game, as you mentioned, uh, on Saturday afternoon. But uh, the preparation that we put in, uh, we actually had a little more than 30, 40 minutes together because we, we spent a lot of time together and talked about how we could uh, make people feel like they were part of what we were doing. If you weren't watching the game uh, on television or if you, you had just a, a listening ear, we wanted you to feel like you were at the ball game with us. And we wanted to make sure that we, we gave you the best we got. You know, we talked about um, uh, highlights, uh, highlighting the, the, the great work, obviously, that Coach Simmons has been doing, his staff, highlighting some of the key players. We would always go through the top players of the game and then what we thought were the, 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 the keys to victory. And uh, he was very good at that. And then, of course, uh, he, he had a knack for saying the right thing, and we'd come up with nicknames for players and so forth and so on. I tell you what, it, it was a tremendous, uh, tremendous time uh, great time to work with Mike. Uh, had 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 uh, big time fun, and uh, we enjoyed each other. I think we complimented each other very well. We got a lot of. We we actually received uh, texts doing the game from folk, and uh, they would help share some of the, the the things that we talked about. They would they would bring in some ideas, and uh, it was it was always a, a festive atmosphere, if you will. But we wanted to make sure that fans felt like they were right there at the ball game. In fact, we encouraged them. If, if the game was on television, watch it on TV, turn the volume down, and listen to me and Mike do our thing. Mm-hmm. Calvin, go ahead. So the obvious question in transitioning from that is, what does the broadcast booth look like for this upcoming season? Have, have that discussion been had? Can you share anything with us? Well, I tell you what, I, I haven't had uh, – uh, no one has shared a thing with me. Uh, obviously, uh, missing Mike is going to be be huge. Replacing Mike, filling his his shoes is going to be tremendous. Um, so I, I couldn't tell you yet. I, I know that uh, I plan to be there, and I think some some decisions are being made on who the play by play guy is going to be. Hopefully, we'll have some answers here in the next forty eight hours. Um, but uh, whoever it is, I'm excited to work with them. Excited about protecting the brand. And uh, again, missing missing on Mike. You know, a lot of people don't know Mike. Mike was a tremendous athlete as well. He he touched a lot of lives. I think as someone has already mentioned, uh, having coached at FAMU High and several places around the Tallahassee area, he uh, actually went to school on a basketball scholarship himself. He he didn't stay long up there in the Northeast, but he he got out of there. But uh, talked about playing with CJ and and and. And on all the things that they did at FAMU High, but I mean, he was a, he was a defensive back too. And uh, yeah. at, at some time during his career, shortly after I left, I think in the early '80s, he was able to um, work his way into the offensive coordinator position uh, for Coach Hubbard. And uh, he, he, he and I tell you what, uh, since his passing, I've, I've you know you see his uh, the reflections that players and um, teammates alike who uh, made commentary about Mike and everybody talked about what a great coach he was, great person and knowledgeable. He, he didn't yell. He didn't make a lot of noise, but I tell you what, when he did speak, uh, he spoke volumes. Absolutely. Uh, my next follow-up question to that, Al, is so we got a lot of um, accolades and preseason All-Americans 
on special teams unit, uh, offensive receivers, uh, defense pass rush, so forth. We got a lot of returning talent. We brought in a lot of new talent. Same thing with the coaching staff. You know, we had some changes there. Just kind of give give uh, the fans kind of lay a land what you anticipate, what you see uh, preseason going into this season. Well, I tell you what. Uh, anytime you have success on the football field, uh, they're gonna be some trans transactions, uh, transitions, transactions. Whether it be players out, coaches out, and uh, first and foremost, I'm still glad that we still got Coach Simmons hanging around. Uh, the second thing is when you got good coaches, and again, when you're winning, people are gonna reach out and tap some of those guys on the shoulders. We lost a lot of great players last year, but we 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 got a lot of depth, and uh, we were able to take advantage of some some opportunities with kids jumping in the portal and, and coming to FAMU and we're backfilling some slots. And I think we've upgraded uh, quarterback room is going to be interesting. Uh, the wide receivers always have been uh, top shelf. The running back by committee, we picked up a couple of running backs. Some I know that's going to help. We're going to miss Bishop who uh, provided a lot of exciting plays last year. Uh, the old line I think has been boosted up as well. And all that's good. I mean, because what you want to do, you want good competition. Competition uh, is the food that uh, creates great play. And I think that uh, Coach Simmons is able to, to bring in, again, I take at least two new coaches and uh, with talent who've been around uh, both college and professional football. And uh, we're excited to have them on board. Welcome to the family and uh, fam, you family, that is. And uh, I'm, I'm just excited about what we're going to see. The, the, of course, being an old quarterback, I'm really watching that quarterback room. You know, I'm, I'm expecting uh, our quarterback who led us, uh, Rashad, last year to, to nine victories. I mean, I tell you what, saw him mature as a quarterback. I mean, here's a kid that didn't start but one year in high school and to watch him grow to uh, the kind of quarterback that he is. I mean, he won some games late. Uh, threw some threw the ball around very well, made uh, preseason and uh, made some all-star uh, honors. And uh, and then we got a transfer kid in from uh, from Vanderbilt. And you got Junior and you got uh, several other guys who've been hanging around there, man. I tell you, we got some guys who can play. And I think right now, Coach Simmons, I, I read something where he said that uh, he's got three guys at quarterback right now that he feels like he can win with. Now, uh, in, in today's college football, the way, way we throw the football around, you got to have guys ready to go. That position, you got to have consistent play. And uh, the person who's pulling that trigger, man, we got to have top flight play all the time. And uh, getting the ball to the right uh, person, reading the coverage, you know, making good decisions, providing super leadership on and off the field. That's the kind of quarterback we need. And then uh, I think things are going to really turn out to be uh, very good. Now, you know, it all starts up front. So, I mean, I'm a big offensive line guy. We got to have people to push people around. If you don't have people blocking and pushing people around up front, it ain't going to happen. Same thing on the other side of the football. And then, of course, you got Isaiah Lamb, man. He, he's the baddest the baddest guy on the planet right now, man. I tell you what, I'm glad he decided to to come back and, and finish business at FAMU. He had an opportunity, I think, to go to some Division One schools and, and opted to come on back. And that's tremendous. I mean, uh, super athlete, super uh, kid in terms of preparing himself to be the best that he can be. And uh, I've been watching those guys in the weight room, man, via uh, Facebook and, and other electronic equipment, man. And they're they picking up the gym. I mean, they, they look real good. I hope yeah. all this translates into uh, some good football 
as we open up against North Carolina. You know, and every time we put it on now, we expect to win. So, I mean, I don't care anything about who we're playing. I think every time we line up, though, we expect to win. Yes, sir. Well said. Well said. Kofi. Papa Coach, so what games are you looking forward to the most now, you know, uh, of calling the most at this time? What games are you most anticipating seeing? Well, well, Kofi, I'm going to tell you, you know, being be an ex-quarterback again, now, you know, I take them one at a time. So the most important game is the next game. So I, we open up against North Carolina in a couple of weeks, and that's the game I'm looking looking forward to. I think that uh, it's going to be a good test for our football team. It's going to be great exposure for our program and, and every, all the things that Willis Simmons is doing. And then we'll reload the next week. But the most important game is the next game, and the next game we have on our schedule is the Tar Heels of North Carolina. Let's go. <laughs> Let's go, Coach. Hey, so, uh... look, so tell me about this. I got, I got a question about option play, right? So, so you, you ran the option. We gave, I want to say Coach Hubbard came in and said that it was a kind of spread option um, attack. What's the difference between that attack that we had back in the day and the flex bone that Georgia Southern ran? Well, well, they ran probably uh, uh, the type of option where uh, the quarterback read the the tackle and the end. And the, the, the way we ran the option, we just ran – we read the end. And, and the whole key to running that option uh, as a quarterback, you want to attack – Georgia Southern, for example, what the quarterback would do would ride the fullback in between the guard center gap or even the guard tackle gap, depending on – uh, the, the set, the formation of the defense, and they would actually read uh, the tackle, read his play. If he went inside, they pull it out. If he stayed outside, they leave it in. Um, and then you go down to the, the defensive end. You you want to attack the inside leg, make him commit one way or the other, and then you option off of him. Make make him. You you got to be the better athlete. Make a, the decision to either pitch the ball or run the football. We did more of a attacking that defensive end as opposed to reading the tackle uh, inside uh, because we blocked him down. We blocked down, freed up the, the defensive end. And again, the whole technique to being successful in running that option, you have to attack the inside leg, make him turn that shoulder. Uh, if he didn't turn the shoulder, you know, you, you could pitch, you know, so it was a, it was a good read. We had, we had guys, obviously, the big Tyrone McGriss and, and the great linemen that we had. And then, of course, Mike Solomon, Melvin McFade, and Ike Williams running the football, man. I tell you what, we, uh, we ran it so well, and, and we were so precision with it. And I, I was telling a guy the other day, practice with Rudy Hubbard was uh, – and we talked about Mike. You know, one of the things they talk about great coaches, they, they organize. And one of the things Rudy did was everything was organized. We go from – from individual dream drills to team drills, but we were so adapt to running that option, man. That whether you were running the first, second, or third, or fourth team, when in individual drills, we run these these this option, man. And if anybody messed up, we start all over because that was the backbone to our offense. Now we could throw the football, but we that wasn't Rudy's way, you know. But uh, that whole option attack, it, it gave our guys an opportunity to create plays, and then if you, you got to have a quarterback who can who can scoot a little bit too. Now, nowadays, you know, you got guys who can take it to the house, 
You want a guy who can at least get you 10 yards and a fresh set of downs. And one of the things you got to be patient with that option as well, it's a high-risk offense, and you got to be yeah. careful. Yeah. Uh, that's a that's a that's a hell of a breakdown, uh, Mr. Chester. Um, hey, look, before before we let you get out of here, I, I got a question. Okay, so North Carolina's coming up, power five opponent. Take us into what the mindset of let's just go into the quarterback room. I'm not gonna ask about a particular quarterback, but I'm interested in the mindset of QB one, two, three, because who knows which one is gonna get the call. What are some things that that player needs to have or be able to do against that opponent or that type of opponent at the beginning of the season? Well, what, the first thing you want to do is you, you got to prepare yourself. And uh, Willie, Willie probably hadn't even inserted the, the the offense for the North Carolina. They haven't stopped preparing for that game just yet. They, I'm sure they're still in two-a-days. But uh, the week in preparation, as you start preparing for that team, you want to look at their personnel uh, from a, as a quarterback. I mean, that's what I would do. Pop Kittles and I would watch film like, uh, like uh, a baby sucking uh, a bottle. We, um, we, we watch so much film because you, what you want to do is identify the, per, the, the key personnel. Sometimes it's challenging with it being the first game of the season, but you can look back on, on some of the players from, uh, from previous season, the previous season and see what they, they like to do. You, you try to identify any weaknesses and strengths, and then how do you match up against them? And then, and of course, all the quarterbacks got to be ready to play. Everybody should be ready to play. I'm, I'm pretty sure that someone is going to have a, a some idea who the guy's going to be uh, before we, we take off to go to North Carolina. Even though uh, uh, someone may be identified, you still want to have everybody ready to play. All the quarterbacks got to be ready to go. Um, I think that um, uh, from a game management standpoint, you want to manage the football, manage the game, not make big mistakes. And you can't play scared. You know, and that's why I'm saying I think that, uh, you know, they, they put their pants on one leg at a time just like we do. And I don't care about them being power five. Anything can happen uh, on any given day. And every time we line up, we expect to win. But as a quarterback, you want to prepare yourself prior to getting the, to, to the to the game, obviously, by studying film, studying your opponent, studying the personnel, whether it be the defensive line, the linebacker play, what they like to do in the secondary. Do they like to, some corners like to play inside. Some like to play outside. We like to throw the football around. So we we know we got some guys. We got tight ends and slot guys who I think are going to be very effective in our passing game this year. We got two big tight ends and, uh, and, and a, an array of uh, wide receivers who can get it done. And then the, the running the running game. So what, what I like to do is a game like this, bust them in the mouth early. I, I tell you what, what I would do, I would jump offside on the first play and bust them in the mouth and let them know this is what it's going to be like all day long, baby. This is rattler football. That's old school, yeah. <laughs> I, I, I love that. That's old school. I, I love that. I love that. Hey, uh, Kelvin, Kofi, any final questions or, or, or uh, anything for uh, Mr. Chester before we let him get out of here? Any Anything, predictions on the uh, season? What's go gonna ahead, be our record? Go Say that again. What's gonna be our record? 
we're going to beat everybody we play. We every, Everybody we line up to play, we're going to beat them. I mean, that, that's how I'm going to take it. One, and I, I tell you, Kof, uh being old school like that, I don't like to jump out there and talk about that because um, I think that, uh, like I've said all night, every time we line up to play, we expect to win. Anything can happen. We just take them one game at a time. The most important game is the very next game. Right now, it's North Carolina. That's all I see. I like for us to, in a couple of weeks, be talking, and, and we're 1-0, getting ready to go to Miami to play Jackson State. And then we'll talk some more about that game. But uh, right now, the prediction is let's stay healthy. Let's play good, solid football. Let's play sound, fundamental football. Everybody do their job and let, let everything take care of itself. We want the fans to come out and support us, and uh, let's have a good time and enjoy. Let's go. Calvin, do you have anything he, you want to? No, man, he, he did that so beautiful, so masterfully. I ain't, I'm, I'm not going to touch that. I'm not going to mess it up. <laughs> <laughs> well, I tell you what, guys. You know, I, again, I wanted to, um, to again, that's, my that, sincere. That's, that's, that's why. That's why he's. Uh, that's why he's the goal. <laughs> my sincere condolence to Mike's family, and uh, I'll be there on Saturday for his service, homegoing service, and hopefully I'll see you guys and uh, get a chance to maybe peep uh, the, the 2022 version of the Rattler football team, and uh, maybe we'll have us a play-by-play guy by that time. Either way it go, snakes bite, Rattler strike. Walk off. That's a walk off. Ladies and gentlemen, the great Mr. Albert Chester with another great walk off. Uh, that one was a keeper heading to the end zone. And uh, we, we thank Mr. Chester for coming in and joining us. Be well, sir. And we'll see you uh, in Chapel Hill. Uh, and uh, during the course of this season, we'll talk again. Thank you, Mr. Chester. Appreciate you. All right. Uh, wow. That was that was a that was a great walk off right there. That was a nice little uh, fake the pitch, keep it going right into the end zone on that one. That was classic, Mister Chester, Albert Chester. Uh, man, we we got so many le- we have so many great legends in our bag. Um, I really hope the young younger rattlers, you know, the, those who are a generation behind us, appreciate. These guys that, you know, the, the ones that we're we're losing, the ones that we still have, because there's so much history and knowledge. And, and of course, uh, as you know, there it is, Michael Thomas, uh, as Mr. Chester just said, his homecoming uh, will be this weekend. Um, I don't have any of this particular details. I don't know if there is a uh, viewing or private, you know, so I, I, I would encourage anyone to maybe uh com. hopefully we'll post some information uh those of you who are in the tallahassee area uh you you may know of information in terms of that anything that we see we'll retweet on twitter but uh if, especially you know just keep the thomas family your thoughts and prayers and uh we'll, we'll definitely miss uh mike's voice it's it's been uh decades uh since we haven't had his voice associated with a FAMU football game. Um, So that will be missed indeed. Uh, Let's take a short break, come back. We're going to finish our discussion, Kofi, that we started talking about, obviously, from uh, this past weekend, our call to action. Uh, We hope those 
of you. I, I know we saw some letters <clears throat> that some people had uh, sent. Uh, we appreciate those of you who did send your letters to the board of trustees, sharing your concerns. They can still send athletic. Yes, yes. Thank you. Uh, we want to encourage you to still send. Don't don't think that just because the meeting between the trustees and Dr. Robinson is is coming to a close that you can't send your letter. You can. And all it takes is one. And that one letter, you can choose to send in a group email to all the trustees or you can do individually. I know I did mine individually. Uh, I think, Kofi, you may have done yours as a group uh, email. Uh, you know, I individual. Okay. So, yeah, I mean, we, we put all the email addresses out there. Uh, you know, do we have that picture, Mel? Do we have the picture of the uh, trustees and uh, DLR, as I, as I like to abbreviate him? Uh, yeah, there, there's uh, from earlier to this evening. If a picture is, if uh, if a picture could have could could talk a thousand words, you know there it is. Everybody's he looks everybody's striking for change. He looks everybody's too happy. striking, huh? Everybody's he everybody's striking. So uh, we, we'll see what we're striking about. <laughs> I mean, maybe still have not anyway. All right, let's go to a break and come back. We'll share our thoughts on that topic and more on the other side. You're watching the ONG Strike Zone. We'll be back in just a moment. We'll see. We're still live here. So maybe our, I will see if our producer, if she didn't fall asleep on us. Oh, that spin class was brutal. Well, you can try using the Buick's massaging seat. Ooh, yeah, that's nice. Can I use Apple CarPlay to put some music on? Sure. It's wireless. Pick something we all like. Okay, hold on. What's your Buick's Wi-Fi password? Buick Envision 2021. Oh, you should pick something stronger that's really predictable. That's a really tight spot. Don't worry. I used to hate parallel parking. Me too. Hey. You really outdid yourself. Yes, we did. The all-new Buick Envision. An SUV built around you. All of you. I got you. I got you. I know, I know. Hey, are you are you up for playing the uh, audio from from Fit? I know, I know. You about you about to catch you about to catch one from distance. That's why. The FAMU volleyball clips. Are you able to run those now? The experts at Allstate. They will help you get the coverage. Okay, that we'll do that coming out of the break. You bundle your life home. All right, we'll do that coming out of the break. Bundling Man, what saves we? you money, sure. But it also saves you time. So you can enjoy the things <laughs> that matter most even more. Contact Chicken wings or pizza hut. Or both. Hey, that's or both. Personalized insurance quote. Allstate, are you in good hands? Let's get back to strolling instead of scrolling. Before we can safely come together, we need the facts on COVID-19 vaccines. Visit GetVaccineAnswers.org so you can make an informed decision for yourself and for your fam. I think we're on the, we're, on, we're live. My, our this mics is are the live dean of the College of though. HBCU Sports, Kenyatta Cavill of Dr. Cavill's Inside the HBCU Sports Lab with Mike Washington and Charles Bishop. Come mix it up in the lab where the course lecture is in session every Tuesday from 6 o'clock p.m. Central Standard Time on Facebook Live, YouTube, Spreaker, or the BCSN app. 
as we discuss all things about the HBCU sports culture, including exploring the week that was in the Sporting HBCU Dasher, as well as the upcoming week of HBCU sports. With me, the Dean, the College of HBCU Sports, on Dr. Cavill's Inside HBCU Sports Lab with Mike Washington and Charles Bishop. Course lecture dismissed. Time to call a credit repair company to fix my credit. Hold the phone, man. You can do it yourself with Credit Versio. That's way too hard. Call the credit repair company. Most credit repair companies only work on one or two accounts at a time, making it slow and expensive. You won't figure that out for months. <laughs> Ignore him. Credit Versio's brilliant software scans all three credit bureaus, finds the accounts that are hurting your score, and guides you through the entire process. Anyone can do it. Let's fast forward and see the results. Wow, I fixed my own credit and saved hundreds. You can do this. Visit creditversio.com. They say things are bigger in Texas. Well, Texas Cowboy Dust delivers big flavors every time. A flavorful blend of onion, Himalayan pink salt, dried shiitake mushrooms, and other ingredients that pair marvelously with steak, other red meats, and just about anything else you can cook. This versatile blend is all you need. If you think all pads are exactly the same, think again. This is Always Ultra Thin's reinvented with the Always Triple Protection System. This pad wicks gushes 90% faster, absorbs even more so you can feel dry, and locks odors in. Rethink your pad for up to 100% leak-free and odor-free comfort with the totally reinvented Always Ultra Thins. This is always like never before. All right, welcome back to the ONG Strike Zone. Brian Kelvin Kofi, man, what a night it's been, man. Just to show, hey, look, this this thing ain't easy, folks. You know, don't let anybody fool you. Um, you know, sometimes Sometimes they, sometimes Kelvin, look, we throw a perfect game and sometimes you just get a game where it's just like the score is 15 to 15. You have good innings and bad innings. You know what I'm saying? Good offense, bad defense. You just keep playing, you know, and eventually you hope to come out with a win, right? There you go. Absolutely. Uh, let's go to some sound bites from the FAMU volleyball coach, Coach Gokhan Yilmaz, as well as uh, our SWAC Player of the Year, Dominique Washington. Um, they were uh, given a few great sound bites about the start of the season, start of practice, and some of the expectations. So if you didn't get a chance to uh, see or hear any of the comments from uh, Coach Gokhan or Dominique, uh, you guys need to make sure you're following at FAMU underscore VB. That's FAMU Volleyball. Or, obviously, the retweets are always coming via FAMU Athletics. But let's play a few of those sound bites from Coach Gokhan and then from Dominique. Well, it was a good first practice. Uh, we have a lot of talent coming back, and we added some good talent as well. We have a couple of kids that need to get back with it, uh, and I think it's going to take a couple of days medically and all that type of stuff, but that's always the case in preseason. Uh, that's why we're practicing. 
Uh, we're happy with the group we have. I think they get along very well and a lot of talent. So hopefully we'll uh, keep improving to what we started last year. Uh, we are one of the programs that had really uh, tremendous luck with the transfer portal. I think those kids uh, came in here and I think my personality matches very well with them. I'm mature they're coming in. Um, we wait a little bit longer than what we normally do, but uh, we're happy with the talent that's here. Now it's a matter of putting everything together so uh, we can be a good team again. Uh, we are one of the... Yeah, I think that will definitely help us with just movement on the court, the pace of the game. It will definitely put us um, in the higher end of the conference going into the conference play because having a hard preseason, um, I think it's necessary to do, be successful within conference and especially for post-conference uh, and the championship because when you play these teams, it's, it's good volleyball. It's not many errors, so it helps you when you go into a conference play. Yeah, I think that will definitely help. Okay, again, those were uh, some of the comments from yesterday uh, via uh, FAMU, volleyball, uh, FAMU underscore VB. Of course, the last clip there was uh, 2021 SWAG Player of the Year, Dominique Washington, talking about the tough non-conference schedule that the uh, Rattlers are going to have this year. And then you also heard uh, Coach Gokhan talking about the five transfers as well as uh, comments about the first practice. You know, we, we talked about this volleyball team playing, uh, I think, four or five top 100 teams in terms of volleyball uh, this upcoming season. So uh, real high expectations for this team. But I, I'm I'm real excited about this team and, and – uh, you know, this should be a good year. Uh, any thoughts or comments as you guys seen the early photos, some of the highlights, some of the comments, Any anything you want to share or add, Kelvin or Kofi? No, nah, man, I mean, um, yeah. The coach, oh, the excitement speaks for itself. It, yeah, it, it's, it's warranted. We have a good team. We have a lot of returning um, players uh, who have a lot of accolades. Um, we only lost one major contributor uh, from last year's team. Uh, and then we brought in, as you, uh, Coach stated, and we talked about uh, a lot of transfer talent that actually played, though, at a high level. These are kids coming in that have been successful where they're coming from. And to add that to what we have, man, I mean, it's, the expectations are – through the roof, just like with football, and rightfully so. And so I, I, I'm excited, man. I, I think we got two championship teams uh, in the fall sports, and that's the expectation. Yeah, um, again, probably the two biggest transfers might have been the last two that we pulled in, uh, which came from Jada Taylor, who was the, uh, what, d defensive libero of the year, defensive player of the year just two seasons ago, transferred from Grambling State. And then uh, Nina Sharpton, who came from North Carolina State. Uh, she was a highly recruited uh, player, had a great first year, 
at uh, North Carolina State. And so she's a bit of a homecoming for her as we play her former team to sort of open the regular season. So that'll be uh, that'll be good for those ladies and high expectations. Uh, we'll look to try to have uh, maybe one or a couple of those young ladies on the show uh, next week or the week after. I know it's a lot going on. We already got a couple guests lined up for next week, but we'll try to see if we can work in a volleyball player going into next week. Um, also, real quick, little side note: we can't we can't go without giving a shout out to our. Uh, friend of the ONG, our moderator, the one and only Dr. Lori, who uh, had a big day out in the Hamptons. Of course, her book right there, Black Women Dentist. Of course, she had a big book signing out in Martha's Vineyard today. Uh, and by her reports, big time sellout. All, all, all books sold out. Uh, so that is great. There's a few picks. Dr. Lori with some of the folks who came out to see her at the gallery uh, where the, her book sold out. And now the only place that you can buy the book is on Amazon.com. Uh, if we could go back one graphic there, uh, Mel, producer Mel, and, and let's show again, let people know how you can go. There's the book. Go to Amazon.com beginning midnight. That's at midnight Eastern Amazon.com. You can pick up the book. Um, make sure, uh, make sure that there's a way uh, that you can make a donation uh, by making sure you know that you mention FAMU. I, I think there's even a way that you can purchase the book and contribute to the National Alumni Association. I think, I think there's like some special Amazon code or something like that, uh, which you can kind of tie in both you could you know you can you can purchase the book and you could be given a contribution to the national alumni association through amazon as well i mean i, I don't know you guys are familiar with that kelvin i see you shaking your head you're, you're familiar with that a little bit um but i know there's a way to do that um i think you'd have to go to the national alumni association page to kind of uh get the particulars but uh congratulations again to uh dr Lori. Uh, I know she said she'll be back uh, and moderating. Uh, Dr. Strachan's in there doing a great job uh, moderating today. So we appreciate uh, Doc for uh, taking care of taking care of things for us. And uh, uh, just again, want to encourage you guys to go support uh, Doc, Dr. Lori there um, with that book and and, and share it. Uh, I think it was uh, episode two, two episodes ago. You can go back and listen to our interview with Dr. Lori. And, uh, you know, hopefully this book, whether you purchase and read it for yourself or purchase it and share it with the with the with the young person, uh, you know, who opportunity to inspire and change someone's life uh, by by sharing the stories that are within that book. So looking forward to that. Um Let's go to what we talked about earlier, Kofi. Let's kind of, uh, if, if, you, if you're ready to go, because we talked about this campaign that we put before, that call to action for everybody. Um, you had mentioned you wanted me to read yours, your letter. You wanted to read mine. I'm, I'm like, yeah, do I want you to read my letter? I'm like, go ahead. It's, it's all good uh, if, if you feel it, it, it touched you. And you feel you want to share it? I'm I'm okay with that, you know. And I can do vice versa 
if that's or you could just read yours you know it's up to you i got you man i'm reading yours i'm gonna go ahead and get start it started and i'm gonna skip around just a little bit um says dear trustee the fam you brand is one of the top hbcu brands in america it is one of the few hbcus that non-black people and businesses in this country know by name we've set ourselves apart as a school that produces great leaders history makers and contributors to society in nearly every aspect of american life we have lived up to the motto that has become synonymous with dr frederick humphrey's excellence with caring which i be Mike. What happened? Go ahead. He got sniped, I think. He was there. Did he? he he's his still video there. Was behind his audio, no, his video is behind his audio. Okay. Well, we'll give oh, it yeah, a, he's, give, he's give me a second there. Oh, really? All right. Uh, let me see if I can pick up uh, where he. I'm. 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 I'm Check. a bit humbled that uh, he would actually. Uh, yeah, we got you. We got you. There you go. You got me. All right. We got the you. The beloved athletic arm of our university has been neglected and misled over the last twenty years through the dozens of presidential leaders and athletic directors that have held the position since the late President Humphreys and Coach Ken Riley, who served as president and athletic director respectively. The very public problems of with family athletics of late have been problems for years. Sadly, our administrative leadership, currently under the direction of Dr. Larry Robinson, has shown little or to no concern in resolving these problems by actively getting involved, finding the right person to do the job that will allow family athletics to grow and create a successful plan of action that will allow this department to be as valuable to the university as other schools, such as the School of Business and Industry, College of Pharmace Pharmacy and Pharmaceutical Sciences, Institute of Public Health, School of Nursing, and the FAMU FSU College of Engineering or College of Law, just to name a few. As a board of trustee member for FAMU, I implore you to get involved and be more determined than ever in seeing that Dr. Robinson immediately and swiftly address the state of FAMU athletics, his short and long range goals for the growth of FAMU athletics and finding an athletic director that understands the current landscape of college athletics and has the creative ideas and team management skills that will grow FAMU into a better position than it currently is over the next 10 years. Should you find that Dr. Robinson is not capable of making this valuable and historic front doorstep to our great university again, I plead with you to find leadership that understands how a well-functioning athletic department can add tremendous value to our university. Thank you for your time and consideration. Blessings to you and the work that you have and are doing for the betterment of FAMU. Excellent. Uh, thank you. Appreciate it. Uh, that just that just hit my. I've been I've been working on that mentally for uh, several days, and it just kind of hit my heart uh, at that point in time. Um, any anything you want to add, Kelvin? In there, anything? No, the only thing I'll, I'll add is that for first of all, that was well balanced in how you structured that. 
Um, and of course, we've seen other, uh, we've received other letters uh, that were sent to the trustees from other uh, uh, alumni. And um, it just goes back to what we've been talking about since we've uh, been on this platform. Do more with more, and we give a damn. And uh, we gotta just continue to drive that. And you know, we gotta just do more than talk. We gotta be about action. And uh, we've got to ask the leaders to be about action also. So uh, I applaud the effort. And I, I like the response that uh, we're getting and we'll, we just want family athletics to be excellent and how we operate and how we budget, how we fund it. And so let's, con so, so let's continue. Uh, yeah. Now, I, as you read my letter, you can use, you can use, uh, fictitious names so that people won't be overly offended. <laughs> uh, with certain things that's in that. But we'll we'll get to the point. But go ahead. Yeah, let me I I'm, I'm trying to work through that. Trying to uh You don't have to put uh, their name out see. there on the on the thing. Yeah, yeah. I'm I'm you gonna say have brother to call. so and so say he... when it get to the fiasco <laughs> part, say brother so and so. All right, so if I if I catch myself, it's because I'm trying to figure out. Okay, uh, this is this is Kofi's letter. Uh, greetings, trustees. As we embark on another school year on the highest of seven hills, I desire for Florida A&M to be successful in every area. FAMU's motto is excellence with caring, and there is no doubt that we care about our performance academically. Our ranking as the number one public HBCU for two years running provides consistent evidence of FAMU's commitment to ex excelling academically. As you meet today and tomorrow, I wanted to communicate my concerns about the apparent lack of dedication, direction, accountability, and commitment to our athletics program. Lately, the cycle of dysfunction has been at an all-time high. We currently lack coaches in multiple sports. There has been a constant turnover of athletic personnel. There has been little to no fundraising. We have underperformed with our APR. Despite the size of our university and fan base, our athletic budget is not conducive to our overall success. In addition, Bragg Stadium was almost condemned. Our AD has not had complete control over the budget and infrastructure. One would think that with the president's involvement, things would get better, but things have gotten considerably worse. The president's perceived lack of concern and unwillingness to acknowledge the concerns or communicate with the constituents of FAMU is completely unacceptable. When things are this inefficient and inconsistent, it should be the responsibility of leadership to provide a contingency plan. The mere fact that President R knew the issues he was having with him and his plan to make a change, even though he had not considered his replacement, is absurd. President R should have had a short list available so that the search time for an AD could have been shortened and the current issue could be addressed. FAMU deserves better. He has never shown an interest 
in seeing that FAMU has successful or was successful in athletics. Consequently, the budget has decreased. We've lost championship coaches and compliance staff. We're losing athletes in our Olympic sports. Players are being mistreated and overlooked. Scandals are constant. In addition, the fiasco with R.A. should not be overlooked. His willingness to both engage and listen to the counsel of R.A. regarding our men's track coach is ridiculous. If the allegations are true, this puts FAMU in jeopardy of once again demonstrating a lack of institutional control. Our championship golf coach is headed to Prairie View largely because uh, President R and AD did not respond in a timely fashion to his emailed concerns. I'm a firm believer in I'm a firm believer that the wrong stuff will stop happening when the right person are in uh, excuse me, the right people are in position. I also believe that as long as President R is in position, FAMU Athletics will not go to the next level. FAMU has an outstanding tradition, but athletically and academically, should we say both athletically and academically, FAMU deserves to have leadership that ensures its consistent success. Sincerely, Kofi P. Hemingway. Strong words, Kof. Strong words. Strong words. Uh, and of course, you know, I tried to try to do what I can to uh, abbreviate <laughs> abbreviate names and such, but it is what it is, right? Um, comments there, uh, Kelvin? No, I'm needed. <laughs> it's um, all good. <laughs> Uh, what was your inspiration, Kofi? As you're as you're as you're as you're putting that together, what what were some of your your thoughts? Uh, and, and you've been, you know, what I love about you is you you you're not shy away from anything. Very vocal here in this platform. What what were your thoughts there as you were were drafting this? Well, I just want to see FAMU prosper bro i mean that's the really the motivation i want to see us be at a level of efficiency you know i mean we have a president that's a nuclear physicist he's he's a problem solver he's a scientist he need he likes information you know it's just unfortunate that his ear has been turned and lately in my opinion um you know he's shown a lack of humility and just a lack of wisdom about simple stuff you know, just going back to the whole um, the whole thing in regards to, let's say, even our dorms uh, with having this dorming crisis. We had an opportunity years ago um, to be a part with this with this, with the P3 formation, with the with putting that into plan, putting that into action. We had an opportunity to get twenty one hundred additional beds. 2,100 additional beds. And if we had those, which would have been open this year, we would not have a housing crisis. But since we have a president right now that does not have an eye on the future the way that he should and doesn't have people around him that have an eye on the future, you know, we have a crisis. And that's the danger of having somebody, um, somebody in position that that apparently is inept and and borderline just i want to say 
<laughs> incompetent. You know, and it is what it is. So I just want to see us prosper, man. I want to see us go to the next level. And I definitely want to see us, you know, prosper in both academics and I want to see us prosper athletically. I just want to see us win. That's the motivation. I, I agree. I mean, we, 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 we excel so high at the academic level. And again, it's what I've sort of, come to this vision of that we're we're sort of operating like an Ivy League program or an Ivy League school a without the without the deep Ivy League foundation uh budget pockets <laughs> right is that me um, that's me no, it's probably me. Who knows? Uh, and we're also w- without the uh, how do I want to say this? W- without the without the desire to ne- like like winning championships is not going to define who we are. If, if I'm making sense there, you know the Ivy League schools don't make a fuss about winning championships. They don't even make a fuss about TV right. What is what? Think about some of the topics that are happening right now in HBCU football. What do they all surround? Media rights, television, money, uh, athletics, right? Have you heard? Right. Any, have you heard any Ivy League school? Have you heard any Ivy League school talking about any of that? No, That's no. Big, they got billion dollar found, you know. foundations and, and billionaires who are alumni. So. You know, uh, you know, they, they are. They ain't hurt for uh, nothing. They're in a different category, right? They're a niche. So, uh, but, but you know, we all grew up in the Humphreys era, era on campus, man, where we were both. We were elite academically and we were elite athletically. And so it's not an either or thing. And I don't know why, how, why we've become. Uh, a place where leadership seems to say we we can only do one. Um, we need to do both. We got championship caliber coaches and players on our team. We got kids going to professional leagues now, and we're competing. The coaches are doing their part, and now it's time for the university to do their part to sustain this. And that this is what this ever is all about. We need to be about the business of athletics. You said a key word in that, Kelvin, that I want – and I. this is why I've come to this thought process of why things are progressing and how they are what they are. You said that the Ivy Leagues are a niche, right? Some people might consider HBCUs a niche. Agree or disagree? They are. No, they are. And, they have their own traditions and so, and so forth. Absolutely. And, and that's that's why I keep coming back to this thought that we have presidents at schools who that's that's how they think. I mean, you know, and and I, look, I, I want to be about the business of athletics. Just, I mean, that's why. I, I mean, I flat out, you know, but. And I think there is a balance, but I, I I do think until we can get people in place that can understand how to 
function in both spaces, we will have what we have. Um, I, I'm, you know, I, I just, I don't know. We have what um, we have. To your point. Yes. 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 Uh, hey, look. Uh, we can can we can we uh, can we talk about the plan the plan guests for next week? Do you? Or if it, let me ask this, Kelvin. If I mention it, the likelihood of it happening does it go down or will it stay about the same? I have no idea. Um, uh, let, let's hold on to it for for a couple of days. Yeah. Right. Right. Uh, so yeah. All right. Okay. So let's just let's just say let's just say next week you want to tune in. Uh, big time guest coming next week. Hopefully, not gonna mention it. Just gonna say big time guest. Make sure you're tuned in. Uh, and, and we'll see, we'll, we'll keep our fingers crossed and pray that it, it happens. Who knows? Somebody may catch wind of this show and who knows what'll happen from here, but <laughs> you know, who knows? We, we not go, we not go shy away from it. We not go shy away from it. You know, it is what it is. Um, Hey, uh, 17 days until I've already started scouting, uh, North Carolina A&T or North Carolina guys, uh, just kind of put that out there for you. Um, that game is 17 days away. Uh, I already started looking at what that team's going to look like, and we'll go from there. Um, any before we check out of here? Any any thoughts? Any final thoughts before we close up the show, Kelvin? And then and I'll come to you, Kofi. The one thought I have is I'm looking for movement and action. Um, I've heard some things. Uh, you know, in terms of the AD search. Uh, so uh, I'm hopeful next week sometime that we'll have uh, some, maybe some candidates, some finalists for uh, for the position and some movement with the committee on that. Uh, we'll, hopefully we'll know by the Monday's meeting, the end of Monday's meeting, but that's what I'm hearing. And 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 I, I I know we need to uh, move forward because we have uh, the golf position open, we have the track position open. So um, yeah, we we need to solidify the leadership in the, in that area. So that's what I'm looking for next, going into next week, as well as the uh, the uh, last scrimmage. Papa. I think I'm gonna find my way to that last scrimmage this Saturday, and I get my first hand yes. thoughts on it. Yes, yes. We need we need some we need some we need some eyes there. So uh yeah, we, we need you we need you in the house if you can I be there. You. Definitely. Yeah. All right, all right. Uh Kofi, any final thoughts before we uh close out tonight? Just staying prayerful, man, over the season that we can just get through this, get to the season, get started. Let's get these season tickets and let's you know, let's get at this energy level up. So we can get some people in Miami. I am telling you that J-State people are coming in droves. They're coming in droves. There will be more J-State people there this year than there were last year. Let's not get outnumbered. Let's make sure that we have a home field advantage in, I want to say Joe Robbie Stadium, but uh, at Hard Rock. (laughs) 
Blockbuster Stadium. Hard Rock Stadium. Blockbuster Stadium. There you go. Blockbuster Stadium. Uh, yeah. Blockbuster. Uh, so I'm yeah. trying to be like I'm trying. I'm trying. I'm trying to be like Albert Chester. I'm trying to focus on 17 days, but my mind is on 25 days. To be honest, 25 days. I've been I've been carrying around this 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 thing this this angst. Uh, about that school from Mississippi, and I I feel like I, I just give me give me day twenty six days away from feeling great again. That's all I can say. Um, let's go. Yeah. So yeah, let's go. Hey, uh, I want to thank everybody for watching. Um, you know, thanks for dealing with us and bearing with us through. I know my own personal technical difficulties. I know. Uh, Kelvin had some earlier. It's just been one of those shows today, but we powered through it. Uh, Got to give a shout out to Gerald Thomas the third for joining us. Gerard Thompson of Allstate Construction for joining us. And of course, the legendary Hall of Famer, uh, Albert Chester Sr. for joining us as well. Uh, thank you, Dr. Strachan, for Bust them in the uh, mouth. Being, in the, being in the moderator's chair and watching over the chat room for us. Uh, congrats, Dr. Lori, out there in the Hamptons. You guys go uh, pick up her book on Amazon.com. And I do think it's the – I saw someone post this. It is the Smiles. Uh, did I say that? Amazon Smiles. Yeah, Edwin Moore posted that. Uh, the Amazon Smiles program, which is part of the National Alumni Association, that can uh, – uh, you could you could actually put that. You guys in the chat room are real. Fun. I don't know if you guys are putting candidates or guests for next week. You guys in the chat room on YouTube are hilarious. That's all I'm gonna say to you guys in there. I don't you know I don't know what you guys are doing, but um, we appreciate appreciate all of you. <laughs> appreciate all of you. Uh, just want to remind you: hit the thumbs up button on your way out the door. And make sure you're following the ONG on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Go download the Jericho Broadcast Networks app on the Google and Apple Play Store. Just search my JBM, my BCSN. If you have any comments, you can send us an email, ongstrikezone at gmail.com. You can always find us on our individual Twitter feeds. And go back and listen to the show in podcast format and all of its hilarity. I'm going to go back and listen just to see what the audio sounded like. But... You can go back and listen to BCSN Pod Zone. All of those part of the Black College Sports Network can be found on the BCSN Pod Zone everywhere you listen and download to podcasts. Please go rate and review from wherever you are listening Spotify, iHeart, Apple, Google, uh, Anchor, wherever it is. Uh, we appreciate you. We love you. Uh, stay strong. Keep writing letters. Send them to the Board of Trustees, folks. You heard our letters. You heard mine. You heard Kofi's. Go send your letters. Board of Trustees, let them know your thoughts on what's going on. That's the only way we can get real change to happen is if we let them know why. Why FAMU needs better. Why we need to do more with more is because we give a damn. Rattler Nation, be good. Be safe. Take care. And don't forget to strike. Strike. And strike again, folks. All right, we're out. Peace out.